So fat, man. So sleazy. Where's everyone else? Um, they are racist towards Asians. Let's talk about that on the wrestling show. This is sleazy. Why are you in such a good fucking mood? This is the fat man. Oh, we are in a great mood today. Today we are kicking it old school. We're doing the classy dancing that is Wrestle Kingdom. Classy dancing that is Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, whereas, you know, like AEW would be like square dancing. And take your finger on my ass because I'm leaving you behind. And then you've got like the Charleston, which is WWE. It's been around forever, but it's still good in the right circumstance. And then you have TNA wrestling, which is, you know, stripping. <laughs> okay, fair. Um, we got a lot to talk about today, so uh, let's get right into it. Um, because it's New Japan, Sleazy's running the segment. Oh God, I feel you're Asian. You. You're Asian by insertion, so I mean, I mean, you're not wrong. Not, um, did you watch the pre-show? Sadly, yes. I'm sorry. Um, what? What a waste of 33 minutes of my life that was. <laughs> Um, I, I don't know what to tell you here. Um, we get, it's basically the new Japan Rambo, which is every year, uh, the final four. So uh, it's, it's a Royal rumble essentially, but the final four move on to a match the next night to determine who will be the provisional King of pro wrestling in 2024. Right. Uh, I like the concept. I every year this match just I do not know why is atrocious because it's everybody who's not booked and then there's usually there's a couple of you know semi surprises and whatnot whatever um I spoiler by the way the final four was Okan um Ishimori Yo and uh uh Yano and if you didn't watch New Year's Dash Ishimori won. Uh, so Ishimori is now the king of pro wrestling for 2024. The, the fucking, you're absolutely right. It's just, it was just, I don't want to say it was terrible, but it was definitely not great. Um, I gave it a star and a half because it's a rumble. You know, what else is new? Oh, by the way, we are actually late enough for the first time in a long time, actually. Lizzie's pregnant. A pregnant pause. 
said you were late. We have Dave Meltzer's ratings for the first time in a long time. Here's the thing. No, we're not late enough because he literally put them out like four hours after the show. That's true. Yes. Insane. Yeah, he did. Um, (laughs) I'm like, like, wait a minute. Sorry, guys. I'm getting over the flu. So bear with me. You get a lot more coffee than normal. Yeah. Of course, if it's WWE, it's like five years. If it's AEW, it's a week. If it's New Japan, it's hours. Like, right. <laughs> like fun. he had nothing else to do that morning, I guess. I don't know. Um, he, he rated it two stars. Uh, you're both over in piece of shit. One star. Okay, fine. It's a half star asshole. Still an over in piece of shit. Uh, I'm going to move this over here so I can read it separately. So sleazy can see. Yes. Basically. You're right. Uh, then we get into the main card. Um, IWGP junior heavyweight tag team titles, catch two, two wrong. Uh, we'll get to it in a second. No, wrong. Yo dog, I heard, yo dog. I heard you like tag team matches. He's not on the show. Fuck Doesn't him. matter. You still got to say it. Okay. Yo dog. I heard you like tag team matches. Sure. Fuck you. You <laughs> goddamn fucking asshole. <laughs> catch two, two. Uh, versus the War Dogs, uh, part of Bullet Club. Um, Plus, you also said it wrong too. You normally you say uh, WJP. You do not say that. I was. Don't even, uh, those do are for the even, main titles. No, this is a junior tag title. Does not matter. Learn. I know we only cover New Japan once a year. God fucking damn it! Know your own goddamn gimmicks. Holy shit! To, you, you you need to. That's why I run the segments, guys. Fuck you, first of all. <laughs> this is how this night's going to go. Fuck you. Um, War Dogs, Cash 2-2. Um, it went 9 minutes, 26 seconds. Dave Meltzer gave it what? Three and, Three and a half stars? Yep. Okay. Let's talk first about TJP. So they did the whole cool... Him coming out of the casket uh, with his look cool... Like, look like Raiden. Really did. I. Uh, so he's cosplaying <laughs> as uh, a Filipino devil called Aswang. Obviously, my wife's Filipino. She told me a little bit about the backstory about it. The point is that he's basically a devil. Um, and it's... No, Adam Cole was the devil. So the devil storyline continues in New Japan. God damn you, Tony Khan. Anyway, go ahead. Fucking crossovers among crossovers. That's all we got here. Uh, where was I going with this? 926, TJP being fucking TJP, putting the new character together. Fucking amazing. Love that. The match... I hate to say this, but I <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this. I miss most of the, the New Japan junior tags that were over the fast, past five years or so. Because this was not great. It wasn't bad. It was a three-star match. Um, but it just... 
I don't know. When when you debut a new character, obviously that team's going over. You know what I mean? There was no way Jay Briscoe was winning the Ring of Honor Championship, and there's no way they weren't winning the tag titles after this. But it just felt eh. You know what I mean? Your three-star matches and my three-star matches are weird because I also gave the three stars. In my, and I have very little notes for every match because I'm still getting over this flu. Mm. It was it was a good, fast-paced match. That was it. Right I mean, kids, yeah. Right kids died. Right. Oh, three, well, yeah. Same rating, three stars. So I didn't want to say it was bad. It was just... it once to get, And this is going to be a... a basically the 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 theme of the show for me is that it wasn't as good as i was expecting um tv title roshi tanahashi versus the champion the new japan global television champion zack saber jr i think that's what it's called now it's a tv title whatever eight minutes 51 seconds another relatively quick match uh tanahashi who's now the company's president and he thought he wasn't gonna go over <laughs> fucking it, booker wins title news at 11 right um uh dave Meltzer, fuck dave Meltzer, gave it four stars mm-hmm. four stars mm-hmm Eight minute match, eight minutes, 51, nine minute match. Mm-hmm. Okay. The finish was head scratching. Tanahashi does not need a title. Um, The finish was head scratching in multiple ways. Cause one, Tanahashi does not need a title Two, It kind of came out of nowhere where they're just back and forth with quick one count pins. And all of a sudden three count gets them. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. What? What? It was just out. Of, it was literally out of nowhere, like an RKO. It was like one, 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 two, three, one, two, three. What? 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 That was the yeah. end. Yeah, it, it was very strange. Yeah, it was weird. Um, it really didn't have much time to get going. Once again, three stars. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't like great. You know, I mean, yeah, I, I, I was expecting more, but I then was again, not expecting more. I I will also <laughs> say this. You have Tanahashi that can barely fucking wrestle at this point. That's why I was really surprised I gave it three stars. And because I was not expecting this match to be good. Zack Sabre Jr. made this match good. Yeah. It, it, he was wrestling a broom that couldn't move in the ring. Sound familiar? No? Okay, cool. Um, a little bit of uh, tidbit of information after the fact. Uh, next night, Tanahashi beats Taguchi, I think it was. Um, and look who shows up. A drug addict. Yay. Yeah. Matt Riddle shows up and challenges him. Hilariously, Tanahashi goes, I don't know who he is. I'm going to have to do some research, but whatever. I guess I'll accept. Um. Way to put it over. Yay. Right. For for the fifth most prestigious title in the company, right? Um, what are your thoughts about? And we'll we'll kind of couple them here right now because we talked about 
obviously Riddle's coming into the company. Nick Namath um, makes an appearance on the show right around this time, but he doesn't get involved until the global championship match. Um, what do you think about these two joining New Japan, even if it's for a match or two? Cool. I I mean, cool. They're eventually going to go to AEW, which we know is going to happen. But it, it gets some work. Keeps their name out there. Cool. I think that Matt will be the one that just keeps doing one-offs. I don't think he's going to be signed anymore. Yeah, I can see that. Nick is a whole nother subject, especially if they make a, a, a secondary offer to Ryan as well. Like Ryan's, I, I'm not sure if he's technically signed to AEW or not. I know he, he's worked many matches with them, but the two of them together as a tag team maybe, or to get them both over, you know, give Nick a rub to Ryan maybe. Cool. That would I be think, awesome. I think the match that everyone is, quote, dreaming of is probably him versus Osprey. Um cool if it happens yeah um i don't consider that a dream match honestly. i don't either but um if i think here's the thing if you're thinking people that have been hosed in a company multiple times the dream match would be koto abushi versus nick that that would be a dream match for me um I'm not sure the styles wouldn't necessarily work, but the philosophy of the booking behind it would be cool. Okay. Next match. Yoda Suji versus Yuya Uemura. Uh, this is a match I think probably didn't really necessarily need to be on this show. So, oh my goodness. Um, 10 minutes, 59 seconds. Dave Meltzer gave it. What the fuck? Four stars? Not even close, bro. Two and a half. Um, Dude, we're I, on the same page tonight. It was an okay match for a house show. Yeah, it absolutely was. Um, here, Here's my biggest problem with the, the match. It, it, I know why they did it. But you're absolutely right. It should not have been on the show based upon the fact that this was I don't okay. But the thing was, they had to put it on the show because you had to have like the... You're going to see this as a main event of Wrestle Kingdom five years from now. That's why I believe it's on the show. Do I believe they're ready for this, this, you know, spot? No, not at all. Um, it was, it was, it was the most generic match between two individuals trying to tell a story of the normal new Japan style. Uh, it, Yoda dominated Yuimura for nine minutes. Yuimura hits his finish and wins. Right. I think I'm overrating it at two and a half stars, to be honest. Because he dominated the match and lost to a finish. That, that was yeah. essentially the match. So. I, I mean, the suplex into the powerbomb thing was pretty cool. I will say that. That was pretty funny. You know, it, pretty having. Funny. 
it was pretty fun. No, pretty not pretty funny, but pretty fun. Um, other than that, yeah, whatever. Um, Yo Dog, I heard you like tag team matches. Not this one. House of Torture versus Shota and Kaido. Um, Kaido's from Pro Wrestling. No, if you don't know Japanese wrestling all that much. Um, Shota comes down like he's fucking the new version of the American badass. Go fuck yourself. The roughneck beating it off on the motorcycle. So stupid. Um, anywho, uh, match went seven minutes, 44 seconds. Um, we're, we're getting closer with the matches. Dave Meltzer gave it two and three quarters. Still an overrating piece of shit. Gave it to Mike Sanders. Yeah. I, this was the most WWE style match on the show. Yes. 100%. Yes. The stereo fucking su- submissions. That is like WWE booking 101. The you know? referee getting distracted for yep. to come in. Yeah. It's just everything like that. I don't know. I This was a star and a half to me. This this. Oh, we disagree. I gave it two. <laughs> wow. Oh. Overrating piece of shit. Both of you are overrating pieces of shit. Yeah. I, this was not a complete pass for me. I mean, this was the, the only good part about it was it was only seven minutes. And funny enough, this is what match four. We haven't had a match over 12 minutes at this point, which is strange. The the yeah. Rambo's obviously different, but right. in terms of the main matches. Um yeah, it was just short. It was kinda I don't know. It just it felt once again, expectations were way too high for me at least. Not for me. <laughs> so <coughs> speaking of uh expectations being pretty high, never open weight tile. Tamatonga versus Shingo Tagagi. 13 minutes, 47 seconds. Dave Meltzer gave this. I am not. Four and a half stars. Was he drinking? It's Dave Meltzer and New Japan. Okay. Get the dick out of your mouth, dude. Seriously. This wasn't bad. It was three and a half, but. We disagree again. Interesting. Um, I like the fact that the last part of the match was Tamatanga basically giving every single major leader, the the Bullet Club, the, his finisher. That was pretty cool. Um, my problem is it, it still had the aura of the never open weight division it was kind of weird in that respect line did not finish the match it did not but it played a huge fucking part of it like how many fucking lariats these these two assholes throw at each other and they don't normally throw lariats but they certainly did for this and it, it also felt like that this was a it was strange to have tamatonga win here why? Because the belt's been hot shotted all over the place over the last year. 
it, it feels like that they don't know what to do with the title. And with all due respect to the booking here, Tamatanga doesn't need this title. He really doesn't. And, and to give this back to him in this position where once again, it's probably going to get thrown out with the bathwater again, you know, to somebody else because Tamatanga is what? Maybe a year left in the company. I think he's going someplace else. I don't think he's, he's staying around that much longer here. I will pull a Ryan and be go just because of physicality of the division. It makes sense for the total to get hot shot. Uh, not necessarily. I don't think. Um, but I think that, um, I think the biggest problem here is that it's like saying that the title needs to be moved around a little bit more because of different rules. You know what I mean? Because of the pure title. Oh, the, the pure title gets hot shot around because the rules are different than normal wrestling. The, the, the hardcore title gets, you know, dumped around because it's different. The problem is the rules aren't different for the never open weight title. It really isn't. So it's, it's, you're actually creating some strange, um, problem by having these wrestlers do a different set of moves and set of everything but also going back to their own styles, part of the match too. So it's it's very. I don't I know. Have it, no clue what you're talking about. It's like saying, I'm I'm trying to. I guess because the hardcore title got switched multiple times, yes. on multiple days because it's the hardcore title. I'm right. just saying. I'm trying. To, I don't agree with the logic that I'm just saying. What Ryan would say is because it's a physical division. Then it makes sense the title get hot shotted. I don't agree with it. I'm just trying to make a point, make it logical. <laughs> um, By the way, the match was four stars. Fuck you. Oh fuck you! Um, fuck this you! Match proves that I probably should have pushed Ingo Tatagi as my underrated wrestler of the year. He just cannot do anything wrong. He's been such a great performer this last three or four years. Yeah, I, I'm not saying he isn't. Uh, but here, here, I guess my, to, to go back to your point, the division is no different than any other. No, I, I, I agree. Yeah. I'm agreeing. I'm just okay. trying to what dipshit Canadian fat ass fuck up there is going to say. Which he did. He said, blah, 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 Japanese not nonsense, but whatever. <sighs> but yeah. Yeah. Um, yo, dog. I heard you like you know, tag team matches. Yeah. Okay. IWGP tag team titles. Wrong. IWGP. Okay. Thank you. And the strong open weight tag titles, which are being combined. Bishamon versus Grill is a destiny, um, which is Goto and Yoshihashi, by the way, uh, versus um, Hikaleo and El Phantasmo. Um, for the two uh, factions. Thank you. Um, 946. Uh, Dave Meltzer gave this three and three quarters. I like this match. I thought it, see the, the, 
this makes no sense because I'm actually going to give it four stars because I thought it was a great match. You overrated piece of shit. Fuck you too, man. Jesus. Um, I, I thought <coughs> they really worked well together. Um, I think that Hikaleo and El Fantasmo are an amazing team. Um, I think it, I think the styles work together. I think the, um, I think it just, it meshed well for me. I, maybe I was just finally, you know, enjoying a match for the first time that night or, or something. I don't know. I, I really liked it. Three stars. It was a good match. Thrilling commentary from the fat man. I told you, I don't have a lot of notes. It was a good match. That was literally the note. Three stars. It was a good match. Well, let's see if you like uh, juniors. IWGP junior heavyweight title, El Desperado versus Romu Takahashi. It went 13 minutes, 51 seconds. What are you getting your times? Uh, These are from 411 Mania, I believe. Well, they're way off. Well, (laughs) <laughs> that's where I'm coming from. I don't know who's that. That's where it's coming from. That's all I can say. Okay. Um, uh, Dave Meltzer gave it four stars. <sighs> what did you think? Three and a quarter. Uh, this was the one match I was disappointed in because it, Normally, these matches are going 20, 25 minutes. It went 14. I had 14, 19. So, okay. But it just was like, holy crap. Like, Let me see what Wikipedia says. It was super short for a junior's match. And they just didn't really do much. It was good, but not not great. Uh, so here, let me, let me quickly rip through the times here. This one, these are according to Wikipedia. I don't know why they're, they're different. Uh, the opening tag was 938. Tanahashi Sack Sabres Jr. was 853. Uh, yeah, that's where I got Suji my. Suji Unamoras. 1057. Yep. 706, 1256, 856, and 1419. Okay. Um, whatever. Um, 100% agree. Uh, right kid died, but it still felt disappointing. Um, you know, Takahashi is new Japan's junior ace really is always will be. Um, but it just felt like, uh, I hate to say this, but it just felt like the same match that they've had multiple times. They're very comfortable with each other. You know that, but it wasn't bad. It was three and a half stars, but it it just it, once again it it didn't live up to my expectations for the big stage that they were on. Right, like weren't they making this push where they're going to take Takahashi and be like, "Hey, I'm done with the juniors. I want to move up." And then he now is in the juniors still. Like yes. I don't. It just nothing came of it. So. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Honestly, it's kind of weird. Um, I don't know what to say. Other than that. Um, 
IWGP Global Heavyweight title, which is was the U.S. title, then it became the United Kingdom title, then it got smashed, and now it's the Global Heavyweight title. Uh, John Moxley versus David Finley versus Will Ospreay. This went, uh, let me grab. 22-15. Twenty-two minutes and fifteen seconds. I'm doing the segment. Leave me alone. Um, how far? Uh, he's he's got twenty-two, twenty-one, whatever. Um, triple threat match. No. Oh, that was okay because it was in a three-way. It's not yeah. gay because it was a three-way. Exactly. Um, are you kidding me? Dave Meltzer gave it four and three quarter stars. Um, So how well did you underrate this match? I gave it four and a half. Okay. We got the same rating. (laughs) Okay. It was, it was one of the (coughs) top triple threat matches that I've seen in the last year. It was great. It was really great. Um, I love the fact that they had the pre-match agreement um, that was kind of fun. Um, Moxley's in a match, therefore he's got a fucking gig. Um, the uh, the only thing that I kind of have, I don't want, I don't want to say I have a problem with it, but it was kind of a having the War Dogs come back out and help Finley. Well, that made sense. It made sense. But it was disappointing the fact that we already had David Finley. We're we're David Finley is the only New Japan guy here at this point, right? Will's gone to AEW. Moxley's already, you know, in AEW for two years. He hasn't really shown up since, you know, for like a year since his last match here. I have. To say that if you're going to put David Fidley, excuse me, on the map, you need to give him as clean of a win as possible here. And having the War Dogs come out to jump the other two guys, I feel like kind of cheapens it a bit. Um, now, obviously, you want you can disagree with that, but for me personally, it's I don't like it. I don't like it, but whatever you know still didn't take away from the match itself that much at the end of the ring um i thought it fit perfectly with his character i thought it didn't matter because the match was so great um who was it alex coughlin being the table was phenomenal yep um right kid 100 percent died and did you see the press conference afterwards where Moxley went, man, hmm, I lost my match for the U.S., U.K., Southwest American Heritage, whatever the title's called, match. Way to put the new fucking title over. Good job. I thought it was funny. Um, I thought it was funny, but also at the same time thought, um, you idiot. Great I, job of putting I, the new title over. Here's the thing, though. 
Um, it doesn't matter. He's out with the it's company. The TN- so. Yeah. Number one, it's that. It's number two, TNA it's... Title. Yeah. It, if they're going to keep fucking renaming it, what the fuck? You know, you're going to get fucking jabbed like that. And he won't be the first person to say that. And Moxley's entire character as of late has been, fuck you to the Smarks. So this is exactly what he would say. <coughs> so he's on brand there too. Um, obviously we, we talked a little bit about this already. Nick gets into a fight with David and they get all bitchy about it. Whatever. Um, okay, here we go. Okada Danielson, uh, match went 2330. Um, longest match to this point. Um, what did you rate this? Uh, oh, excuse me. Dave Meltzer gave this. Am I counting that right? Five and a quarter stars? Yes. This was not a five-star match. I also rated this four and a half. Um, I thought it was an awesome match, but there were some psychological issues going on. Psychological. Psychology issues going on. Um, Danielson wore down the arm of Okada for the Rainmaker, but yet it took only two Rainmakers to beat him. Cool, cool. Um, Danielson, fuck your finish. Yep. Um, he has what three Busaiko knees, and Okada case out of one of them, at one on one of them. Like, dude, you guys are better than this, right? <laughs> like that was that was my thought. I'm like, you guys are better than that. You. Come on. I hate the whole, I'm going to hit you with my finish and go, Arr! like Ryan says, adrenaline. No, it's dumb. I, you got to give it, that is the new Japan, you know, fighting spirit style. Well, you Still can't, you like can't it. knock it. Yes, I can. Well, you can knock it in the, the sense that you don't like it, but you can't knock it that they do it. Because that's, it's like saying that nobody hit anyone with a chair in the chairs match. You know, why are people hitting people with chairs in the chairs match? You know, it's, it's, it's bad logic in my opinion, but you could call it bad logic. It's still dumb. It's not, it is. Um, it's not, it it's, is. it's not, it's, it's it no is. different. It's no different than Lucha Libre wrestlers, not, not selling fucking topes and shit because they need to get in, it's dumb. you know, spots and afterwards it, it, it is just that it's the wrestling. That's what the wrestling is. So t- to sit there and just shit on it, I don't know what to tell you. That's why you don't like New Japan as much as other wrestling promotions. That's fine. But not that's what they do. One of the reasons. One of the reasons, but that's not the point. You're telling me that I can't fault them for it. That's literally what this show is about. Yes, I can. It's the- I'm I'm saying that I'm not saying you can't fault them for it. I'm just saying that saying that it's dumb and that they shouldn't do it. They shouldn't is, do it because it's dumb. No, you can't say you shouldn't do it. That's, like, That's what I they can. do. I just did. Well, you can, but you're wrong, okay? I'm not wrong. That's I'm the, never the, wrong. That's never the point. in the history of the show have I been wrong. You, whatever. Um, I gave this four stars. Oh, I, I thought this was a huge disappointment to me, even at four stars. Um, this was a match that should have been perfection 
And it was a second letdown. Like th- we're now one in one with Okada Danielson. And I feel like both matches have failed to live up to the expectations of what should be, you know, God tier matches. Um, obviously Meltzer disagrees. There's a bunch of other people that disagree with this. I 100% disagree with anybody who thinks this is a five-star match. I'm sorry. (coughs) It's not, it's not that good. And I love both of these guys. It wasn't that good. Um, main event time, the, ah, WGP world heavyweight the champion Sonata, challenger Naito. It goes, hang on, let me get the thing. 25 minutes, 43 seconds. Dave Meltzer gave this four and a half stars. Oh, right, a piece of shit. <coughs> that was a real cough, too, what I was trying to say. it. So <laughs> I was just going to let it happen. Um. Three. Three and a half. Three and three quarters. I mean, it, it started slow. It was sloppy at times. The last three to four minutes were really, really, really good. But other than that, mm-hmm. it seemed like Sonata just did not care for the first half of that match. Just the look on his face, he was just looks like he was going through the motions. It feels like that it's the he knew it was the end and they he knew that he would never get another shot. Because he felt like that his entire reign was garbage. And he's right. I might add. Um, It just felt like Sonata's entire reign was a forgettable reign. Because bigger and more important things were happening around him. It feels like they try with these new people... And then they just go back to either Naito or Okada. Like it, they tried with Takagi, and I think he did a great job. Mm -hmm. Um, Jay White did a great job, Um, but it seems like when they Evil, I think barely had a reign. Evil was not a great champion. Sonata's reign was mid. Is what these kids call now, um, at best, and they're and then when they finally get to G one, they're like, okay, Okada or Naito, which one's gonna win it? <laughs> which one's gonna win G one? Yeah, or and take or, the title or, off or, or a Bushi, you know? But Bushi's not there anymore, so it's, it's it's like it is what it is. So you could tell that they didn't give a shit about Sonata because he faced Jungle Boy in the third match of a Impact show, imp, Impact show, or not an Impact show, AEW show. Um, it oh, was, like, he was he was on impact too, but yeah, well, yeah, but, but yeah, 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 like, yeah, forbidden door, yeah, like they didn't give a shit. Oh, yeah, it's the, the top title of the company, and he's third on the show against, with all due respect to Jack Perry, really, right. you know, no one gave a shit, and it, it, nothing was more, um, about the truth. Then when it was the post-match, Naito's on the mic, starting his shit. Evil comes down with somebody um, and they start beating the shit out of Naito. And Sonata's got to come back in and save him. Like, that's how much they give a shit about 
fucking Sonata that they don't even give him the respect of, oh, he just fought this fucking match and now he's got to go fucking save the guy that just beat him. You know, it's it, whatever. Um, yeah, it's just this entire show. Fuck Jack Perry. Yes. Um, Ryan being, you know, half on the show, half not on the show tonight. Um, had a prior arrangement, I believe. Um, here, here's the thing. What is your th- overall thoughts on this show? It was a good show, but it wasn't a Wrestle Kingdom good show. That's a good way to put it. I I was eternally disappointed with every match that I watched. Nothing lived up to the Wrestle Kingdom hype. Nothing lived up to the dream match. And if you look at the card as a whole, every single match had a title change, which they usually do when it comes to Russell Kingdom because it's it's their big show and they usually do a reset kind of like this. But taking away from this match, you've got <laughs> Naito as champion. You've got the, the leader of the new Bullet Club as a champion abroad because they kind of... They, one of the things that they tried to get over on commentary was that other champions in new japan other people come into the company to challenge them the global championship is going to be all about them coming to the challengers so in theory you're going to see david finley a lot more in other promotions defending the global championship um how that's going to work i don't know that's up for them to book it but the irony out of all that is that the entire point of what David Finley's trying to get over and and the new Bullet Club is getting over is he's trying to save New Japan. So he's saving New Japan by leaving New Japan. Leaving New Japan and going to other promotions. Really? Um, Takahashi won, you know, dropping the belt to El Desperado. Interesting, great, but where do both of them go from there? Whatever. You know, it's just it, we even got a, a unification match because they they finally figured out that they have too many fucking titles. Um, I'm hoping more of this reset happens, but goddamn, we need to fucking change it up here because seriously, this is not good, and this is not the 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 new Japan I've you know come to know and love over the past decade. And it, it feels almost like they're um, one of the big things that happened is that a lot of the because of AEW, there's multiple places for their top talent to go. So unless you are a full blooded, you know, New Japan guy like Okada or Tanahashi. Well, Okada may be leaving. So, yeah, I, he, he does this every time. I the man. I will be shocked if he leaves. Um, but every single time he goes, well, I could go to WWE, you know, and then New Japan finally gives up and gives him a little bit more money and then he stays for five years and goes, yeah, I was always New Japan blood for life, yo. You know, NWO for life and NJPW for life for him. I think that's the same thing here, except there's more companies that could potentially give him more money, AEW being one of them. Mm-hmm. 
Tanahashi, on the other hand, is a full-on lifer and will never leave the company now that he's president. Um, uh, any other thoughts about New Japan before we kind of bounce to news and rumors? No. Okay, well, on that note, let's talk news and rumors. Um, I dug deep. What's with this Chris Jericho thing? Him and Kylie Ray. I tried to find it, but I couldn't find exactly what was going on with it. Okay, this this has got a whole shit ton of layers. Now, keep in mind, what we talk about here specifically is there's a lot of rumors, a lot of nothing's been confirmed or anything like that, okay? So keep that disclaimer as we talk about this. Apparently... This all started with Chris Jericho jumping up and down, talking about non-disclosure agreements in regarding to Brawlout. Okay. Chris Jericho claims he didn't sign an NDA so he could talk about what happened to Brawlout. And uh, AEW's lawyer got involved. And he said, well, guess what? You have a NDA in your fucking contract, you idiot. Or some, the handbook or whatever. Out of that, one person kind of jumped up and down and said, hey, what about the NDAs that you have other people sign, Jericho? And one person in particular of note liked the comment, and that was Kylie Ray, And not just liked it, but like replied to it and hearted it. Because apparently the rumor was Kylie Ray got pushed out of the company because she wouldn't play ball with Chris Jericho, if you know what I mean. Um, and that turned into, all that speculation turned into Nick Hausman, who's a piece of shit, for one, claiming that Jericho was the Harvey Weinstein of AEW, and if you wanted a job as a female wrestler, and AEW had to go through Chris Jericho and suck his dick or something. You know, it, it turned into all that stuff. Now, since then, Nick has recanted all that and said, oh, I only said it because I was mad at Jericho. He said this on one Conrad Thompson's shows, by the way. I don't I don't know oh, which don't. one it was. But the, the, the reason why I specifically say that is because... That's a huge fucking lawsuit waiting to happen, you fucking idiot. So what the fuck are you doing? That's the 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 gist of everything. What are your I, what are your thoughts based on that then? <laughs> um a lot of rumor and innuendo. Mm-hmm. Um I think it's just someone making shit up, to be honest. Um Having Kylie Ray like it or not isn't, I don't think that matters to be honest. Um, because she's not known as the most kind hearted person, despite her character. Um, because she does have, you know, issues for herself. I'm not saying that that had anything to do with anything, but, (coughs) 
But I just I don't th- that's irrelevant if she hearted it or not. I just think someone was going to try to connect the A dot to the Z dot without any other dots. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm, yeah. I'm trying to say. So I think it's just maybe Jericho didn't sign a non-disclosure agreement for Brawl Out, but he has one in his contract. So that might be true, but I think someone's just making something out of nothing. Again, we could be wrong, and a year from now this could all be true. You never know, but that's, Um, that's my opinion on it. You know, as with everything, when there's two sides of a story, the truth is usually somewhere in the middle. Um, with this particular circumstance, I wouldn't be surprised if there was a an advance and it was rebuffed. Does that mean that there was a harassment situation involved? Does that mean that um, Kylie didn't <laughs> feel uncomfortable? We don't know. And and honestly, anything that would be talked about would be pure speculation, you know, and there, there's nothing we can say other than what we know that has been reported and what's been reported has been largely speculation in of itself. So. Right. We have to wait till we find something more definitive or somebody says something more definitive. Uh, Kevin Dunn gone from WWE. So we're not going to get 42 camera shots after a finish. Okay. 39. If you want to know if Vince McMahon truly has gone from the WWE, there's your answer. (laughs) There's reports saying that according to fuck, Dave Meltzer that the reason why he left he got was very heated and Baba I don't think that's true I think he's I think when Vince was when Vince is gone I think the running was on the wall <coughs> um so I think he, he just wanted to finish out the year and he did be, be done with it and that's what happened so well how long has he been working there like 30 years right like 30 or 40 years yeah. yeah that's he can retire vince paid him so much money that fucking he was like the top three highest executive that wasn't a a um like a top executive like coo cfo yeah he he was like the highest paid guy that wasn't that so cool um Money in the Bank will be in Toronto on July 6th. Uh, NXT is too, right? NXT is going to be there on the 7th, and SmackDown is going to be there on the 5th. So three straight nights at the Scotiabank Arena. Planning on going? Probably not, but maybe. Uh, Ryan's favorite wrestler, Rush, uh, tore his hamstring in the Continental Classic. Jesus Christ. Um, Andrade confirms his de- or AEW um, departure. So we're going to see him in uh, Impact next, right? Probably won't go to WWE. 
disagree. Him and him and Charlotte are no longer together. I really. It doesn't matter. Um, MJF is considering sh- shoulder surgery. Um, he may try to do rehab. Just get the surgery, bro. Like you have a torn labrum. Just get it done. Get it done, dude. You're young enough. You can come back from it. It's not a big deal. You've you just come off one of the biggest runs of your entire life. You can come back stronger, better, greater. Uh, WWE in all Japan. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I think. Um, I don't think it's as big of a partnership as you'd think. Um, I would be surprised if they do anything more than that. Um, I think we're going yeah, to get back to the whole NXT Japan. Yeah, thing. that's where I was going to go is essentially just <sighs> essentially just uh, have them be like their NXT Japan. I think they're going to do it on their own. They're just they're just doing this talent exchange right now just to get their foot in the door to see right, where they're I at. Agree. Uh, Liv Morgan's pos- possession of drug charges were dropped. That was the big one. She has another. The drug- synthetic one. The synthetic one was dropped. Yeah. The other one wasn't, but that's not as big of a deal. That, that The synthetic one was a felony. This one, she has a misdemeanor. Yeah. So there's that. Um, I almost fell backwards is apparently going to be coming to WWE sooner rather than later. And then according to fuck Dave Meltzer, uh, uh, Mercedes Monet is going to sign with AEW because WWE and her talks didn't go anywhere. Cause she was asking for far too much money. So she's going to show up in the rumble. <laughs> That's what I said. Reportedly, yeah. If I don't see Naomi and Sasha back in the Rumble before number thirty, I'll be shocked. You'll um, be sitting somewhere in this living room, right over there somewhere. Um, probably there a is, dog on me. There was one person that I'm actually thinking is going to be a surprise entrant in the Women's Royal Rumble. Who do you think that is? This is there's no speculation on this. I've not read anything. This is just me thinking. And it's just going to be a one-off. AJ Lee. That's a pretty uh safe bet, I think. Yeah. I think that's a pretty safe bet. Um is there anybody else do you think that will make a, a surprise in either one? While we're while we're kind of on the topic. The last couple of years, there hasn't been much surprises. Like, it's... We'd be like, oh, who's going to enter? And it really hasn't been anyone, really. Like, I don't really see anyone coming back, to be honest. Like, I really don't. Who do you... Of the people that they've released over the last year or two, is there anybody that you would bring back to WWE? 
there's been so many. I don't remember. Right. <laughs> um. No. I, I would mean, agree with that, honestly. Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't bring back anyone. Like they're, they're kind of crushing it right now. They don't really need anyone. No, they don't. Um, if there's anybody that I would want to see in a rumble, even if it's a one-off, and maybe this would be intentional until he resigned. Zocada. <laughs> just just to get it out there and just go. It would be the Liger moment. You know what I mean? The one moment he stepped in a WWE ring and that would be it. You know what I mean? And, and that would be it. Um, but yeah, you're you're absolutely right. There's really nobody that I can think of. Like maybe Andrade. But the, the reality is he doesn't need to show up at the Rumble. He's He's a big enough star on his own that they would know who he was when right. he came back. Um, but yeah, it, it, there's really nobody I can think of. Um, it's kind of interesting where everybody kind of landed here. You know, Impact's got a strong roster. Uh, WWE obviously has a strong roster. AEW still needs to cut some weight, if anything. Yeah, they do. Um, they do need to cut a lot of... There, who was it that I I was oh god there was somebody I'm like he's still he's with the company but has it been oh Abushi but he just got hurt he just got um, hurt again yeah yeah because he went to what Japan and did something and got destroyed but there was yeah. some there was somebody who was on the roster I'm like they're still on the roster and I, I haven't seen him in months um. Oh, they released Sean Spears. I was all like, oh, I forgot he was on AEW because he hasn't wrestled in years. Right. Uh, currently speaking, as of January 7th, the AEW roster. Today. Yes. <laughs> well, the the thing is that this does come out as a podcast as well. In a few uh, days. No, who, wait, who doesn't listen? watch this live? What assholes? Right. Um, now keep in mind, this includes commentators. This includes referees. They have 200 employees that are on the roster. Employees or workers? Workers and foreground (laughs) people. Okay. Okay. WWE as a comparison has 230. And once again, that includes a bunch of NXT people that don't normally go on anything but house shows right now there's people that are free agents there are um non-wrestling roles that are out front like adam pierce and nick aldis you know stuff like that that's a lot of people between the two companies to give you an idea in comparison tna slash impact wrestling has 76 well that's fine for them and that may be even a little high for them but like WWE 200, that doesn't surprise me. Two, AEW 200 is a lot. Right. I, I'm just trying to give a... That's a lot. Well, that's that's my point, is that they're compa- I'm comparing the two because they're... In terms of TV time, actual TV time, they're similar. Yeah. But they're not using them in the same way. And I, and I kind of get... We talked about this before, you know, Tony Khan's point about 
yeah, I'm holding a roster of people, you know, so that we can switch in and out as we want, you know. It's here's the thing. It's you can take it to W when WWE did right when AEW started. We're gonna sign a bunch of people so they can't get them mm-hmm. and not use them or not use them properly, and then release them. That's what AEW is doing. Like WWE is releasing this talent, and AEW is picking them up, and they're not using them. Right. Or they'll use them, and the whole trope was they'll use them for a month. With Cody Rose, they'll use him for a month, put him in a few with Cody Rose, have him lose, and never hear from him again. Like, I mean. Yeah, Cody was the gateway drug for a good year and a half. And now it's almost the same thing's happening. Like, Jay White, he made a vetted what? Um, what the hell's their full gear, but really, like. I'm sorry, they flushed him down the toilet. They don't care. They don't care about him. They just wanted to make sure that WWE didn't get him. Yeah. And and that's... But here's the thing. If they're going to pay him a guaranteed contract and let him work wherever he wants to work, good for him. Yes. Here... He's getting, less, always, he's getting less exposure, though. That's the thing, is that... Which is so he, weird to say. He's got more exposure in New Japan than he has in AEW. Right, because they they curated him. He they made him a big deal. He's not a big deal in AEW. He's a former New Japan wrestler, and that's it. They they list off his accolades like it's oh yeah cool they, he's a New Japan guy. You know, it, it, even on commentary they're like oh yeah this is this is the former leader of the Bullet Club, you know, but no one seems to care. And I think the biggest problem with a lot of these wrestlers that they're trying to put on the map here is that they're not doing their homework in making them, making the AEW crowds care why he's there. You know, they're just assuming that, oh, the Smarks know who he is. That's been my problem with them, with AEW from the beginning is... Mm -hmm. You're not growing an audience. You're no. not. No. And like you said, and you made this debate, do they have to? And you're and No, I go, they don't. You go, no, I say yeah, because if the if the talks are true and WWE which I don't think they are, WWE and Warner Brothers are in talks, where's AEW gonna land? Honestly, I don't I, I don't think it matters. I really don't think it matters. Why? Uh, because at the end of the day, they can give up that contract and get bought out of that contract. They can just go someplace else. There, there are enough streaming services. And I enough understand television. that. Here, I, I get that point. I'm saying, I'm saying. Sorry, football game. I'm saying <laughs> it. I think it does matter because if. Tony Khan is not negotiating with any other people besides Warner Brothers. There's an issue. Again, I don't think WWE's in talks with Warner Brothers at all, only because I think Warner Brothers owns a piece of AEW. Like, right. I don't, so I don't think that, it, but if it is, I think streaming is actually, for AEW, a step down to being on TNT and TBS. You know what my answer is? 
it would depend on the deal. <laughs> yeah, for one. for one, and number two, any major streaming deal that they had would be better for me than TNT because I don't get TNT. For you. Yeah. But I'm just saying that there's a lot of people that don't get cable TV. They only get Netflix, Amazon Prime no, video. I, you know, Which is so funny because I just, just picked up Netflix again. But you, you get, this is not a wrestling conversation, but you get people like, I'm moving away from cable. So I get Netflix, Amazon Prime, Paramount, mm-hmm. Peacock, Hulu. Um, even you, you can bundle that with Disney Plus and ESPN Plus. Max, which costs about the same as cable. Same Actually, the cable. You say <laughs> that, you say that, but looking at the cable prices now, they are hiding the fact that it's an extra thirty to forty dollars a month on top of the actual cable package because of all the regional sports. Uh, charges and shit like that. Which you don't have to get. You do if you have local TV bundled with it. Like if you have YouTube TV, that that's different. But if you're trying to get it through Comcast, Xfinity stuff, or through Spectrum or stuff like that, that extra amount in there matters. You know, it, it's I there. don't get charged for it. That's good for you, but most places still charge for it. No, I don't get charged for it. It You're comes lucky. it comes with like MS or MSG um yes and SNY. Um I'm not talking about the channels. On the bill itself, there's additional oh, charges. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um yeah, Spectrum like, doesn't do that yet. Yet. But when I was with them last year, they were talking about doing that. Mm-hmm. And Xfinity does. And it's not insignificant. Like, I was trying to get... And then you wonder why all these sports, regional sports channels are going bankrupt. Right. Exactly. Exactly. But I don't care. There's the thing. Is that I don't care about sports. I just want a local fucking affiliate for ABC and NBC because an antenna doesn't work well out here. (sighs) But I have to pay... Close to $70 a month just yeah. for 20 channels. Yeah. Um, it's insane. Like, yeah. YouTube TV was like $49.99. Mm-hmm. Now it's like $79.99. Same with Hulu, Hulu Live TV. Well, the thing with Hulu is, is that say I, I'm here with my parents for the, for the season because they're, they're in Arizona. Say for some stupid, even though they got dish, say for some stupid reason, I want to watch Hulu live TV. I like another TV. It'll say, oh, we see that you moved. So I changed it to that. I can't change it back to when I moved back to my apartment. You get one move. It's bullshit. It's all bullshit. You guys talked about Triple H, Tanahashi, who's in now TV champ yet. Like, what the hell is that? What's the Triple H, Tanahashi thing? You guys should cut a promo on cable like Cat Williams did on Shadow Stars podcast. <laughs> um, I, yeah, the Triple H Tanahashi. I don't. I don't get that either. Like, I saw a picture of them when they were younger together, but who cares? Question mark. I don't. Well, they're two very well-known wrestlers. They are now two very big executives in two very big companies. 
That's all. Oh, okay. That's it. That's all there is to it. Okay. But the difference is uh, uh, Tanahashi's now a champion while being the booker. You fucking mark. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, like, I, I have Spectrum um, internet and cable because I, I have to because it's the only place my apartment will get. They have an exclusive contract. Right. Um, not cable. I can get like YouTube TV, but like internet wise, yeah. Mm-hmm. I had they've gotten better the last year. Promising speeds. Um, I remember like, oh, get up to a gig, and then you'll get like three hundred megabytes, and you're paying for a gig. Um, when I left, I did a speed test, and I was getting like nine hundred and fifty mega. So I'm like, okay, so at least they're close to what they said they're going to get. They're not there, but they're close. It, it's it's kind of funny because Xfinity is weird down here. Um, they get very strange about what kind of equipment you can use. Like, if you don't use their equipment, you can have some significant uh, degradation of signal and whatnot. And by the way, uh, Todd, uh, Happy New Year to you as well. Um, but um, I, I guess my point out of all of it <laughs> Is that your? We went from cam- yeah, we went AEW going to streaming to cable, but no, I, I I do think it it will depend on the deal, but I do think it will be a step down because, granted, yes, people like you don't get TNT TBS. Um, I do think less people are going to watch it live, but it doesn't matter because it's on streaming. So, right. um, but I, I guess if it's the deals better than what they got before, good. Doesn't matter. But at I the end of the day, it's Tony Khan playing with his toys. Right. And, and, but again, I'm looking at it as a business perspective saying they're not growing and that's an, that's an issue. But again, you have these people, who are getting paid a ton of money to work one to two days a week. Good for them. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing in this business because the wrestling business will tear you up. And everyone who's been on the other side of that curtain will absolutely happily tell you that. Yeah. And I I think that that's the, the key thing that I want to leave here on is that we've got a lot of companies here that are growing. AEW's growing. Not as much as I believe that there's they could be, obviously, because once again, as you as you've related to, they're catering to a very small subset of the general market. WWE, they're all about that growth. You know, India, China, Asia in general, Europe, you know, even in Africa, they're sending Kofi back over there to to do stuff from in his hometown not that long ago because he's they named from Boston. He's from Boston, but his family's from Ghana, West Africa. But but the point is that they are the definition of a global brand. You know, and New Japan, while they are doing a bit of a reset here, they're growing too. I mean, they still have this huge footprint in North America now with the new Japan strong dojo, they are getting into other companies. They're not necessarily, uh, getting the best exposure in some companies, but they are getting exposure. 
And I don't, you know, Will Osprey has been the the torchbearer for Europe for New Japan as well. You know, before Will Osprey, you know, they had Prince Devitt, you know, doing all this kind of stuff. So whoever steps up after that, <clears throat> David Finley, you know, is going to be that same flag bearer for New Japan. And I think that once again, we're in 2024 and we're going to see another great year of wrestling because of it. Because people are willing and able to find the wrestling that makes them spark joy in their life. And whether that's WWE, whether it's New Japan, whether it's AEW, whether it's some rando indie in North Jersey or uh, some Mexican Lucha Libre uh, promotion that no one's ever heard of or wherever you want to go. You know, as long as you love professional wrestling, you'll find what's out there for you. Um, on that note, I'd tell Ryan to put himself over, but fuck him because he didn't come on the show. Um, Reddit, he probably already left. He probably, yeah, he probably, he didn't even fucking stay on long enough to hear me shit on him. Um, I don't have a Reddit quote of the day because there's that's just, Ryan's job. No, that's, that's Ryan's, Ryan's job. That's it is Ryan's, Ryan's job. job. It is fuck Ryan's him. job. Uh, you can find Ryan Buck, uh, uh, him on Twitter at Ryan Buck Gotch, uh, also on TikTok and r slash uh, the wrestling show on Reddit. Uh, I'm also on Reddit too, at TWS Sleazy. Um, I'm at TWS Sleazy. TWS Fat Man. We are Sleazy Fat Man on X, Instagram, Threads, TikTok. Please go on over there and give us a like. Videos you can find on twitch.tv slash sleazeandthefatman, youtube.com slash sleazeandthefatman, premium videos on onlyfans.com slash the wrestling show. You can find all sorts of content at the wrestling show.com, including articles, merch, and a ton of other cool stuff. You can get this podcast every Saturday morning, wherever you get your podcasts, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube Music, and Podbean. Don't hesitate to rate us on your favorite platform and click automatic downloads. It really helps us out. Uh, two quick well, relatively big bits of news before we go. Um, number one is, ladies and gentlemen, Triple H doesn't like to work Tuesdays. This is the fat man do. So, what? what? I, we... said, I said, well, I don't necessarily like to work on Tuesdays or at all but I will. Keeping the gimmick alive, man. Keeping the gimmick alive. Um, we are planning starting next week to move back to Tuesdays. The re the original reason why we moved to, to Sundays was because scheduling conflicts. Um, but those have been cleared up. So now we can actually go back to Tuesdays. Uh, so starting next week, and we'll make sure that everyone and their brother knows about this. If you want to join us for our live shows, we are going back to Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern. Um, check us out there every week from now on there. Um, the other thing is we have another huge announcement. Slow your roll, Tony Khan. Um, we are actually going to do a talent search since chip left there's been a huge void in the wrestling show so we want to open it up to everyone out there we want to see who would like to join 
the Wrestling Show Podcast. There's some very simple criteria. Number one, you got to watch the product. Ha-ha! Yeah, see? Ha-ha! Yeah. Ha-ha! Yeah. Ha-ha! The, um, the, the irony. Right? Exactly. you got to be able to watch major shows. Be able to have the time to watch major shows. Not necessarily live, but before the episode. Um, obviously a wrestling fan of some sort. Um, we're just asking that you share the show on the platform of choice. Expected to be on the show every week, 8 p.m. on Tuesdays. Good webcam and mic. Least 720p video, dedicated mic for sound, good place to record, um, that kind of stuff. Writing experience is a plus if you desire to add to the website, social media. Uh, experience is a plus if you enjoy social media. Um, any type of um, professional wrestling experience is always nice to have as well, <laughs> uh, but it's not necessary. If you want to get a hold of us and you want to... Join us on the show. Um, email sleazy at the wrestling show.com or get a hold of us on Facebook uh, by uh, direct messaging us on the page. Um, those are the two ways to main ways to get a hold of us uh, for this particular uh, talent search. If you enjoy this and you want to be a part of the show, please let us know. We'll take you in under consideration. Um, so with that, Double bombshell, I guess. Uh, that's pretty much it for us. So, for Sleazy. For the Fat Man. This is The Wrestling Show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Peace. Fuck Dave Meltzer. Fuck Tony Khan and his alleged coke habit. A hot dog's not a sandwich. A sub is not a sandwich. A burger is a sandwich. Next week, we're actually talking about a real wrestling promotion. TNA. 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 They've they been are, around for three weeks, dude. And they have been very hard to kill. I'm a truth that you seem to run from. I'm an army of one. I'm a clip in your gun. Nothing to gain I'm a world of sand